We do love our rodents. <laughs> Welcome to, back to Yollywood. This week we're taking a look at G-Force. G-Force. Wow. <laughs> what a movie. I mean, what can we say? Um, so G-Force came out in 2009. Yes. Um, end of the 2000s. Great way but to it end feels it. like the early 2000s for some reason. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so um, it's directed by Hoyt Yeatman. Oh, the infamous <laughs> Hoyt Yeatman. <laughs> this is his second film he's ever directed. Oh, yeah. The first one didn't even have a poster on IMDb. Oh, wow. Um, and he hasn't directed a film since. So oh, wow. <laughs> what do you think the budget was? Um, well, let's say, what's the premise of the movie, Brett? Well, let me tell you, first of all, why I even remembered this. <laughs> okay. Because I've never seen this mentioned since, okay. since I saw it in theaters as a child. I saw it in theaters as well. I This used to have a lot of ads on like Cartoon Network and Disney yeah. Channel and all that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I specifically remember that moment in that... In, in the tire? Yes. I don't know why it just stuck in my head. And I told my mom, I was like, can we go watch this movie? And we went to go watch it. And I remember when I was a kid, I was like, what was that? But now I'm like, I love it. <laughs> I've never seen this mentioned anywhere. Like, uh -huh. like, you know how sometimes on Reddit people will say like, does anyone remember the Iron Giant? Or they'll bring up some like, you know, some movie from the past some or whatever. Really popular movie from the past. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've never even heard of this, seen it since. So how did you remember it? Okay. Literally. And this is going to sound like an exaggeration because it's so cliche, but okay. it's completely true. Okay. I woke up. In the middle of the night. G-Force. <laughs> <laughs> the first thought in my head was, oh my God, what was that hamster movie? <laughs> and I spent the entire day trying to remember Why did you just ask me? Because I would have told you. Well, first I would have told you, Alvin and the Chipmunks? <laughs> wow. I haven't heard that since either. <laughs> okay, explain the premise of the movie. They're basically guinea pigs in... <laughs> In like a division of the FBI. <laughs> I sound like an idiot even saying this. And they infiltrate, they infiltrate Saberling's, um, uh, I guess, estate. Yeah. It's just Saber. Saber. Saber's estate. And he's unveiling a new line of like consumer electronics or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually kind of weird because you know how my dad works in software and like. Yeah. And I worked at an electronics store. Yeah, so, so what he's saying about, like, these appliances will be able to communicate with each other, and like, yeah. that's what my dad does. That's yeah. IoT. Yeah. But back then, that was, like, science fiction. It's so goofy. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> so they uncover this plan for, what do they call it? Global what? Global... D extermination? Extermination. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but basically, the entire world's at stake. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to stop you there for okay, now. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Because what do you think the budget was? Right. Um, geez. Well, there's a lot of black eyed peas in this, and they were really hot. They, yes, yes. <laughs> and that reflects in the budget. I will, I'll give you that hint. Um, and Lady Gaga. Yeah. There's two black eyed peas songs and one Lady Gaga. 20 million. 20 million. Yeah. So, final answer? Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you some background info and I'll build up to the budget. Okay. So, Hoyt <laughs> Yeatman. Yes. <laughs> That's his real name of the director. Okay. Hoyt Yeatman. He didn't change it. That's not his stage name. No. <laughs> he, his son. Yes. <laughs> you ready for his son's name? Okay. Hoyt Yeatman the fourth. <laughs> wow. A whole line. <laughs> Does that mean that he has three sons that are two, three, and four? I have no clue. His son came up with the, uh, <gasps> <Lana>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Do you know how old he was? How old? You want to take a guess? Six. <laughs> he was five. Wow. Wow. And his dad went, that's a great idea. And Jerry Bruckenheimer's the, the producer. Yeah. <laughs> the budget is $150 million. <gasps> <laughs> Unbelievable money. $150 million. Did it make it back? They made $300 million, So they, they did make it wow. back, I guess. That's insane. Oh my god, dude. When I read that budget, holy, holy crap. What was the budget for Avatar, you think? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> $150 million. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it looks horrible. It, it does, looks It doesn't awful. look that bad. Oh, it looks bad. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Look, the color grading is bad. I, well, yeah, I think part of the problem is that Sam Rockwell's <laughs> guinea pig it looks the worst, yeah. and he's the main one. Yeah. You would think that he would be the best looking one. Oh man, what a wild movie! <laughs> I'll tell you the best character. Okay, go ahead. Is it Dami? Is that his name? The Steve Buscemi? No, 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 no. Uh -oh. It's it, the fly. Oh, Muzzy. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't remember his name, but I, that was the best character. Motsi. Uh, it was something like that. Yeah. He's definitely the best character in the film. Yeah. And his shots were like all the, like, it's not a point of view shot, but it's like they're following the fly around. Yeah. It's cool. Flies. Yeah. It's cool. That that sequence in the pet, pet shop when he goes through a chameleon's cage. Yeah. And then through the Vetus fly traps. That was cool. Very fun. That was fun. Yeah. Um. So, yes, that was voiced by... The, the fly was D. Bradley Baker. There's some big celebrities in this. <laughs> so, Zach Galifianakis is the head of, like, this the hamster group. Yeah. Not hamsters, guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. Um, Sam Rockwell's the, the lead. Penelope Cruz. And she was very big in, in the late 2000s. Oh, yeah. Um, who's the other one? Oh, Tracy Morgan, who's also, who also big. big into the 2000s. Yeah. Um, John Favreau. He wasn't... As big. If only they knew. This is right after Iron Man, by the way. Right. And you know what's strange? Yeah, what? Sam Rockwell's in Iron Man 2, so maybe they met during this film. And that's why wow. Sam Rockwell, maybe. maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Um, who else is in this? Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. He plays a hamster. A Canadian hamster. Um, Part ferret. Cool. Am I missing somebody? I don't know. Speckles. That's what I'm missing. Yeah. Oh my god, who is Speckles? So, are you aware of... Critically acclaimed director, Francis Ford Coppola. Yes. You are? Yes. Are you aware of his daughter? Sophia. Critically acclaimed director, Sophia, Sophia Coppola. Coppola. Yeah. Are you aware of her cousin, critically acclaimed actor, Jason Schwartzman? Yes. And are you aware of their other cousin, <laughs> critically acclaimed actor, <laughs> Nicholas Coppola? Shut up. Nicholas that, Coppola. That Speckles. Do you know who that is? No. More known by his stage name. Okay. Nicholas Cage. <gasps> <laughs> no way. Oh. <laughs> Does it sound like him? Not at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound like him at all. But it is him. Yeah, he's Speckles. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? 2009 was the same year as National Treasure. The first one? Yeah. No. No? There's no way. Look it up. I thought it was like 2002. I thought it was like 2002. Wow, that's crazy. I never would have guessed. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's 2004. Bro, what are you talking about? Oh, shut up. Really? Yeah, it is. When is the second one? 2007. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so this is the decline of his career. <laughs> his sophomore is, slump. What do you think of... Now that you know that, does it change your view of the character? Is the character... No. <laughs> <laughs> so when he's like... Because he's got a weird voice. You mean in general? Or? No, 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 no. Oh. Not in general. I'm talking about Speckles. Yeah. He's got like that, like, it's like he's plugged his nose and he's talking like this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like, <laughs> that's Nicolas Cage. Wow. I think he gets a bad rap. Um. Well, I think he used to get a bad rap. There's no movie that I've seen the run. He's like, I'm like, wow, he's in, you know, that movie. I love that movie. Well, now he takes a bunch of insane roles. Yeah. But I'm talking about even during his prime, like National Treasure and Ghost Rider or whatever he was doing. Yeah. Uh, was it Lord of War? Yeah, he, he was kind of, he's just kind of been weird. Like, you know, he reminds me of the guy from The Mummy. What was his name? Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't look like conventional, like, Hollywood stars. Really? Not well, to me. Not, not Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser I really liked, like, when he was in all those action adventure movies. Yeah. Like, Journey to the Center of the Earth and yeah. Mummy. And um, he was in George and the, uh, and the Jungle, George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I really liked him. But I, I mean, I don't know. Nicholas Cage as as this as speckles that that was. Wild. I was way for a reaction when I got to tell you because this that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. How much do you think he got paid for this? Not enough. Probably not that much because he didn't have that many lines compared to the other other members. Well, that's one thing that I did love about this movie is they give so many lines to random amateur like side characters. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. hilarious. You know who I hated? Who? The kid. The boy. The boy. He's the lacrosse boy. It's weird. I hated it. He's I was waiting weird... for him to like, when he fell in that pool, he just got to drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. That's the end of that character. Oh, this whole movie's so weird. I mean, okay. So let's start with the Transformers. Yeah. Let's talk. Well, no, let's talk about, let's talk about John Favreau's character. Okay. Did you like him? He was, I guess. I mean, he's like your typical goofy, like <laughs> fat guy in a <laughs> guinea pig form. <laughs> <laughs> You've dealt with a lot of those? Yeah, I mean, in my journey through film history. Okay, all right. Well, what's it called? John Favreau voice acts quite a bit, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, um, he actually, okay, so he was in Star Wars, the Clone Wars TV show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He was in Solo. He voice acts in that as well. Oh, wow. Which, so he's been in, he's been multiple Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. He's directed star wars as well with yeah, the mandalorian so i guess he's a huge fan yeah. um but I, just other things that were, i'm like oh yeah he's a voice actor in that so he voice acts quite a bit that i guess you know what's weird he never changes his voice it's always just his voice that they just use yeah um so yeah i mean did you like the whole brother thing i guess i mean it's like <laughs> i don't know was there anything so that irrelevant. you that you actually thought was funny <laughs> <laughs> i thought there was funny stuff yeah i mean i uh, my fly is down. That was good. No, that was not good. That was good. <laughs> well, here's what I loved about Zach Galifianakis's performance is that <laughs> it's he's acting with nothing. Well, I can't tell <laughs> if they told him like be over the top, be like super serious, or if he's just like an over the top actor. Well, or or bad, <laughs> a bad actor. Yeah. Well, this is the same year as The Hangover. Right. So, so really, you could say. That G Force is what blew his blew him up into fame. I guess <laughs> the hundred fifty million. I'm still on that. That is crazy. Golly, that is crazy. Was it worth it? No. 
But I guess it was. They made kind of their money back. But but you gotta they say I don't know if it's double for marketing. Or, right. But but it, if you double it for marketing then Right, but imagine spending hundred fifty or three hundred million dollars on something to make zero dollars. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, then it was just you got the experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously for Mr. Yoit, that was a bad experience. Hoyt Yeetman, sorry. <laughs> and his son Hoyt Yeetman the fourth. <laughs> I love because his name is it's I V. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Bill Nye in this film? I mean, he's is definitely it, there. Is it expectations of murder because he's not the bad guy? That that was that was the real twist of the movie is that he had nothing to do with uh, the Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, so speaking of that Transformers yeah. bit, what did you think of all that? Did you like that plot line? I mean, it's just... Does it fit a movie about espionage hamsters? When you have a movie... Mm-hmm. A spy movie, I should yeah, say. Yeah, a spy movie. Um, an espionage thriller. Yeah. And you There's bring... not that much spy stuff in this, though. No. It's there's, just... There's not even really that many gadgets. <laughs> like, there was a blowtorch. What else? The, the balls. The balls. The, the hamster balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's not it. really, like... That's <laughs> a gadget. But I'm saying it's not like, oh, yeah, like, like James Bond uses the hamster ball. You know, it's not like No, that. but James Bond doesn't use, like, cars and stuff that, like, oh, this car's a submarine or this car's a whatever. Like, that's I a guess, gadget. I guess. That's a gadget. What were we talking about? Oh, the Transformers stuff. You know, you want to say that the rest of the film can be grounded in reality. Uh-huh. And that's what makes it so funny that they're guinea pigs. Uh-huh. But when you start going, like, why not have Transformers? <laughs> you know, it's just Well, like, this is a year after, or two years after Transformers. Two? Isn't it 2007 or 2008? Oh, wow, they totally stole that concept. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure this is like two years after Transformers. Wow. So I mean, they've been around for a while, but... Yeah, but it was but, the movie. But they obviously saw that and went, well, we could do that. Yeah. And there you go. <laughs> Why not? Like, they don't have to be from outer space. They can be programmed to transform. Right. I mean, just wild. Which of the, which of the Transformers was your favorite? Um, I loved the coffee maker. The because, coffee maker? Yeah. That's just, a microwave? Just because of the fact that he, it decided to throw the coffee beans before it used <laughs> a plasma laser, you know? Like its first line of defense was yes. not. <laughs> I like how the people... We're looking at the window, and they just saw the two guinea pigs near the coffee machine, and just were... stayed and watched. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like, I don't know, call like health services. Yeah, or they're anything? just like, I'll do this. Yeah, what? I'll just stay here. What was it? And it, it was weird because it was like a dad and and his daughter, and then like a black guy skating, and yeah. this black kid like walks up. You said it was Corey from Corey the House. It was not. It looked like Corey. No, it didn't. You know what? One of my favorite moments was. As I reminisce so fondly, uh-huh. <laughs> was the when they drove through the fireworks and then it oh, became what? the patriotic like it's it not patriotic. The, it's O four two now. No, but the American flag like blasting in fireworks. You don't remember? I was laughing so hard, it. my eyes were watery, and it was hard to see. <laughs> the music killed me, man. Oh, what do you think of the soundtrack? I, like I was saying, the o, the O four tuna when it was playing yeah. during the fireworks, it just like elevated the scene to a, to a level that we can't get to ever. The rest of it is like the most generic, you know, music that you could put in a movie. And then everything else is like, they reuse the same song <laughs> over and over again. Oh, it's hilarious. It's so atrocious. Did you like the tire scene? The tire scene? I guess. <laughs> you guess? I'm going to say that about all these scenes. It's just... <laughs> Nothing. 
If they said we're rebooting this, would you watch the reboot? No. <laughs> Why? Well, because this was fun because it was like... If they said, Brett, we want you to work on this oh, reboot, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you'd do it? Oh, for sure. But do you, do you think you lack that sort of lightheartedness that you... What? No. You think I like I lack a commercial flair? No, no, I didn't. That's not what I said at all. I'm oh. saying that you like to work on like... You always say, I want to work on art. I don't want to work on theme parks. You're basically Martin Scorsese. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I would totally. At this point, listen, if I'm willing to work on my friend Joe Schmuck's like student film, you know right. what I mean? That they're shooting in black and white. And, uh -huh. But and you don't think this will look embarrassing that like, what if you're Hoyt Eatman and it's like, oh, you never work on a film since. Again, because you did G-Force. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I named my son Hoyt Eatman before. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. the best part about all of this. No. It doesn't matter that Nicolas Cage was speckled. <laughs> it doesn't matter the budget was 150 million. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter that Hoyt Eatman didn't do another film. It's that he named his son Hoyt Yeatman the fourth. But here's a question for you. And uh -huh. I hate to get philosophical on you. Uh-huh. But don't you think that he had some form of success being that we're talking about his film on a podcast right now? How's that philosophical? I'm just saying, like, isn't there some respect to be had for Yeatman? I didn't think it was a bad movie. If I I mean, if kids enjoyed it, <laughs> it's yeah, not well, it's if, not awful. Yeah. It's average. Well, if kids enjoy it, like you said. <laughs> yeah, we're not the target audience. Yeah. People that watch freaking Criterion all day and it's like watching G4. Well, what is this? <laughs> I'm used to the French New Wave. Well, I'm not saying that I'm I'm not like this spoiled like cinema verite, whatever, you know. You are? Because you use the word verite? That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying I'm not that. I'm, but, you know, I, I can watch commercial things. I like. I know, but what I'm saying is, do you have the vision for this type of stuff? Oh, totally. You do? Yeah, it's it's basically just like throw up some words on a board and, you know, throw some darts at it. I guess. You know what I mean? Coffee maker. Okay, let's talk about this character. Computer chip. Let's talk about some side characters. Guinea pig. Let's talk about some side characters. Let's go ahead. The assistant. Uh, Moxie. Marcy. Something like that. Yes. I don't know why she was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even that scene, the one scene that she had to shine, which was to send the guinea pigs the, up to that tube, yeah. you could have just had Zach Galifianakis do that, kind of. And it was literally like Sam Rocco was like, thanks, Marcy, you're the best. And it's like, who, what, where did she come from? You know? <laughs> like, who is she? Maybe in the How extended cut. to Zach? Maybe in the Yeatman cut. Yeah. They have a whole another side storyline and backstory for her. Maybe. Or maybe it's up to us to write that. The other side characters were the two agents. I love them. Oh, yeah. They were horrible. The guy with his glasses up. He looks like a mix between Tommy Lee Jones and Josh Brolin. The white guy. Yes. And then yeah. the black guy was just hit. Like, just a dude. Just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he had like, I love that he had the glasses up all the time. He yeah. never like wore them. Yeah. Well, he wore them in one scene, but whatever. See, it's moments like that where I'm thinking like, man, wouldn't it be so dumb if you did that? That'd be funny. Like, just do that. You know what I mean? Like on set. It feels like they have that sort of attitude, but then other times it's like, are they, it feels like they're trying. Did you, you like know? that they actually had a truck like go in the air and crash down and all yeah. that? Yeah. This movie was just full of surprises. Oh, we didn't even explain what happened with Speckles. Yeah. So the mole is the mole. Basically. Yeah. So Speckles is the villain all along. The He's Mr. Gaonshu. Yes. I like that Yanshu means mole in Chinese. I thought that was funny. Was it Chinese or Japanese? No, I think it was Chinese. Oh, damn, that doesn't fit my yeah, agenda. Yeah. <laughs> but this is also not a 90s film. True, true. It's like 10 years afterwards. But we might have had a kid renaissance. Did you like the flashback where his dad's like, if you ever get a chance to dominate me? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Which weird is like that was supposed to be like an emotional scene, I think. Yeah. But like <laughs> no, but what did he say? He was like, if you ever get a chance to, to dominate people, you teach them. He said mankind. It's like, if you ever get the chance to exterminate mankind, you better do it. And his like, son is like two years old. This baby mole. I can't wait to review this. <laughs> what would you give it? A star rating? Um, Like a one. Like a one star. A what? One out of five stars. Like one, one out of five? Star. What would you give it? A three. Three stars? <laughs> That's above average. <laughs> it is above average. Wow. What's average for you? Like, what's an average movie? Um, I always use this example, but nonstop. Oh, yeah. That was very average. I mean, it was. You'd rather watch this than nonstop? Maybe nonstop isn't average. I gotta think about it average. Can I check my average movies? Yeah, sure. So I think Emperor's New Groove, that was like an average movie. Yeah. Nonstop. They're both kind of like. They're enjoyable, but would I watch it again? Probably not. To me, a good example of an average movie recently. Uh huh. I always come back to The Greatest Showman. And I. I think it's below average. Uh, yeah, I do too. But there are a lot of people that were like, wow, this is perfectly fine. You know what I mean? When it came out. Mm hmm. So, I mean, it's like no one is raving about it, but also no one is hating it. I think that when, like, movies get a lot of hype, and you hear a lot of good things about it, and mm -hmm. then you watch it. For me, I'm talking about me personally, it, it makes me kind of like, well, that was worse than I thought, because now you've set expectations. But I think it's worse when you consistently hear praise for those said movies. Like, I think, you know, Arrival is very average, but I consistently hear praise for it. Mm -hmm. And so it gets frustrating to hear about things like that. Yeah. And I let that stuff affect me. Like, uh, and it's because it's fresh in my mind, Inglourious Bastards is kind of like that for me. You know, where I sat down to watch it and I'm like, hold up, this is supposed to be one of the greatest movies of all time. And that was it. Like, I, like I'd rather watch G-Force again because at least it's funny. Like, at least I'm laughing. But I have no emotions when I'm watching these really average films. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes it average. Because if it was below average, then it'd be like, well, that was stupid. Blah, blah, blah. But for some average films, to me, it's like, well, what was that? Like, that's just like whatever to me. You know, it's just right. eh. With G-Force, we have the benefit of nobody mentioning it. Yeah, so well, we had zero But that's what I'm saying. Imagine if people were saying, this is so amazing. It's one of the great films. It's so fun. Like, if you just heard constant praise about it. I wonder what type of world that would be if people were saying that about G-Force. There are films like that on Reddit where people go, well, what a great movie, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It happens. You know what films I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so to me, it's like, it's. I think what people say and kind of how much a film is brought up, for me... If it's brought up so much, it has to correlate with how good it is to be brought up that much. One that I watched recently that I thought, like like you said, would be more than it was, was Heat. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it, like, oh, all yeah. the way through. I've watched the beginning, that was it. Oh, man. I just hear all the time about how it's, like... Michael Mann. Yeah. Yeah. But I watched it, and, I mean, it was great. I gave it, like, a seven or whatever. But, but you don't like Michael uh, Mann, or what was it that you didn't like about it? It was just, like, it wasn't the fantastic, mind-blowing movie that... I guess I is the gun sound design expected. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear a lot about that. But I've seen, only, I've seen one of his films. I think just there, one. There's really only like two big scenes in the movie, though, like big action scenes. Yeah, it's in the middle at the end. Yeah. So, well, you know, that's Tom Hiddleston's favorite movie. Heat? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, he, he's talked about wanting to be in the if they ever remake it. Like he wants to be either De Niro or Pacino's character. Well, Tom Hiddleston, if you're out there. We'll we'll be there for you. We'll be <laughs> after our G Force remake takes off. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're moving on to Heat. 
I saw Collateral from Michael Mann. Oh, yeah. And I liked it. Mm. I was really young when I saw it, though. Mm. But I liked it when I was young. Yeah. But yeah, I felt the same way about Glorious Bastards. Like, the, what you're saying right now. You right. hear so much, and it's like, well, the writing wasn't even that great. Or this is, like, all these things. It's like, well, what what is it that people see? Yeah, and I don't and think... Then, when you bring up what do people see, uh-huh. then you get turned into, well, you just don't understand or whatever. Like, for example, Mulholland Drive. I brought it up on Reddit that I don't get the praise. Or could someone explain to me what is it about the film that, mm-hmm. that people enjoy? And they get turned into, he just really captured the sense of nonsensical dreams and this, this, and that. And I'm like, so, but you only like it because it feels like a dream? Or, like, is that the, is that it? If, if you make a film that feels like a dream, that's automatically constituted to, to be a good film? Like, is there nothing else to it? Even writing-wise, I feel like Mulholland Drive doesn't really have anything going for it. Because it's just, there's that one monologue in the diner and that's it, you know? Speaking of... <laughs> There are some interesting, uh, like, nods to animal rights stuff. Yeah, and you know, I'm a huge animal rights activist. I do, I do. Yeah, that. yeah. Crazier than most people. Uh, they say like, wh- like, what do they say? Like, they say, well, Penelope Cruz is a hamster, or sorry, guinea pig. I keep saying hamster. Her guinea pig was supposed to be eaten, and mm-hmm. they rescued her. And then Tracy Morgan's uh, guinea pig was supposed to be um, like a test subject for like shampoo or something. Yeah, and then like. Uh, Sam Rockwell is just like a, a pet, pet store dude. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you think? Of, speaking of pet store, the lady and the and the young worker. Um, like, why? Like, <laughs> do we need both characters? Do we need? <laughs> do we need the store to have a Latin American theme? It's just so. I don't understand. I didn't like Steve Buscemi's character. You didn't? No. I like the fact that he would do something like this. You know, but he—I feel like he's the type of guy. He did Spy Kids too. That's true, and and that has one of the greatest lines in film, which is, "Do you think that God stays in heaven because he too fears what he's created?" Wow, <laughs> Spy Kids too. <laughs> it is for Spy Kids too. It's wow. when Junie and Carmen walk into his lab. He's uh-huh. like a scientist on this island. Wait, wait, wait. okay. So Spy Kids one. Uh huh. It's about the uh, dumb guys. Yeah. So they're in the castle. I don't remember Spy Kids 1 that well, but it was Alan Cumming, I think that's the actor's name, he was the villain, and he ran like a kid's show. Spy Kids 2, what did they do? They went to an island where Steve Buscemi's character was uh, like mixing animals together or something, and those animals got free, and then Spy Kids 3 was Was when the video game game 1, where Elijah Wood shows up, and he goes... I'm the guy. And he walks to a door and he immediately dies. And it's never referenced ever again. It's never brought up. It's just, it's just wow. there. And I've read what happened, like why that is in the film. Uh-huh. Well, first off, throughout the film, they're always talking about, he's the guy. He's potentially the guy yeah. about, about the boy. But it's, but then Elijah Wood shows up and he goes, I'm the guy. <laughs> he was, he just happened to be in a studio down the lot. And they're like, Hey, do you want to have a cameo in this? Because him and uh, Robert Rodriguez had worked together. They worked on Sin City. Oh, wow. Yeah. Elijah Woods in Sin City. He plays like a rapist or something. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so they're like, hey, do you want to be in this? And he's like, yeah, sure. And Because he does a lot of these crazy roles. Uh-huh. Him, Radcliffe, Pattinson. They all do these wild roles yeah. now. But yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> what else can be said? Right. Cinema at its finest. Spy Kids and G-Force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
I don't even know. Oh, what do we say? Do we recommend it? I mean, it's I do. It's a movie from 2009 about guinea pigs. You know, if that's your stick. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you something? Sure, go ahead. Can you compare this to Alvin and the Chipmunks? <laughs> I think a little piece of my brain died. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You don't know? I guess it's better. What about, what about Stuart Little? Better than Stuart Little? I never liked Stuart Little. We should do a road marathon is what we need to do. We've started with Mouse Hunt. We started with Mouse Hunt. Yeah. Now but we did G-Force. See, now that we're bringing this up, I feel like this is... The Tale of Desperado. Yeah. This is definitely a 2000s phenomenon. Rodents? Yeah. I mean, after 2010, boom, it's completely gone. Never, no more rodents, talking rodents in films. Oh, you're Ratatouille, too. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Well... It's like Ratatouille was like the... The best it's ever gonna get. Wait, no more rodents. Are rabbits ro- rabbits or rodents? No, are they? I think they are. Well, we might be seeing a slight resurrection because there Zootopia. was and Peter Rabbit, Hop, and now we have we, Sonic okay. the Hedgehog. Listen to me. Yeah, we're in the reconnaissance. We're in the reconnaissance to, to begin sure. with. Yeah. <laughs> the math of reconnaissance. Yeah, we're also in the abonnaissance. What's that? There's a lot of animated Bigfoot films. TM pending. You're right. Yeah, and I made a list on Letterboxd. You can check it out. Um, <laughs> at Sowell. Yeah. S-A-W-E-L. And um, there's a list of like animated Bigfoot films. What is up with that? I don't know. I mean, I have no clue. What is up with... The rabbit? The What is it? Yeah. The, the bunny sons? Basically. The bunny sons. I don't know. I, I think I think it's because bunnies are like easy and relatable. Like, oh, it's cute and it's marketable or whatever. I'm also like... Pop. Yeah, that, yeah, I said that. I'm oh, you also did? like 90% sure that all of those movies have like innuendos for adults about how rabbits reproduce. You know, I haven't so seen like quickly. any of them, but I'm pretty sure. Well, no, Zootopia does. Yeah. Like, like she goes, bunnies were good at multiplying. Yeah, I'm absolutely sure that every single one of those movies has a joke like that for the adults. But it's you like Zootopia. Amazing. I do like Zootopia. Yeah. Did you say it was a masterpiece? No. What? <laughs> But you know what? I do own the Russian bootleg version. My friend Jess gave it to me. Nice. Shout out to Jess. Yeah, I know. She's great. She's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what is up with this. I think it's because it's easy to market a rabbit. Maybe. Like, it's not like a dog where it's like, oh, I hate dogs. Like, because some people hate dogs, too. But there was a small, small few years where dogs were the thing. Well, they still are a little bit. The shaggy dog? No, no, I'm talking about now. Because we just got the Harrison Ford one. Call of the Wild. Oh, A Dog's Purpose, right? Yes. Um, a Dog's Life? A Dog's Way Home. A Dog's Way Home, yeah. Um, or A Dog's Journey, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, the one with Willem Dafoe, the Togo. Yeah. There's another, There's a few more. Probably that, others. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> the thing is that we're not looking for those, so we don't hear about them. Oh, there's one that was like uh, Max something, where it was like the military dog. Where like... So basically what happened is this... <laughs> This guy in the military, he trains dogs, and he got shot in combat. Wow. And so they sent the canine home to his family. Wow. And, like, his younger brother bonds with this dog, and it's like, I'm living through this dog. And my- See, at least, like, okay, you can make fun of G-Force all you want, and you can make fun of Hop or whatever mm-hmm. as much as you want, but at least they're not manipulative. These dog movies are always like, oh, man, that dog, he's the greatest dog in the world. He's an American patriot. He served in combat. Have you seen? He I, saved his family. Have you seen Marley and Me? Yeah. Did you like it? I did when I was when I saw it. The dog isn't well behaved in that film. 
You mean like as part of the story? No, yeah, like in in general, yeah, in the story, he's not like a well trained dog. He's oh, no. always causing mischief. Yeah. So that's the opposite of what you're describing. Like, right. oh, isn't this dog so amazing? Because you're right. A lot of those dogs, like Hachi. Yeah. The dog is always so perfect. And you but, can tell from Call of the Wild. Like, oh, that's just so annoying. I haven't seen any of the marketing. Are the trailers or anything? No. Ugh, it's like... But I've seen that... I know that the dog is CG. Yeah, and they, yeah. like, CG, like, smiles onto him. Is, to like, is Togo CG? I don't know. I don't know I heard Togo it was good. <laughs> I heard it was good. Oh, okay. With Willem Dafoe. It's on Disney+. Plus. Nice. I heard it was really good. Shout out to Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I love the Dafoe. I'm waiting for the Dafoe-assance. Dafoe-assance? Yeah, Dafoe-assance. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, G Force. It's a movie. It happened. Yeah, people were. I say check it out, Brett. What do you say? I say you know, it's uh, it's out there. It's out there for sure. All right. So I'll see you next week. <laughs>